This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello everybody. It is yet one more episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. podcast. <laughs> this is Danielle. Hi, I'm Jamie. What else have we got? <laughs> I was like, before we were on like such a roll, it was like, oh, it's Christmas, watcha! Right. And then it was like New Year's, watcha, cha, cha! No, now it's now Jamie it's like, and Danielle fuck. are apparently like party people now and go out every weekend, and Jamie gets shit faced. And... Oh my god. <laughs> and acts a fool. And apparently we found out that Jamie is a mean girl. You are kind of a little bitch. You were like, she can't sit with us. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, is that where we're at right now? All right, so let's talk about it a little bit. Actually, I have pictures from last night, too. You have pictures of I me? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So, okay. <laughs> so much happened. All right, so last night we decided we're going to go to karaoke. Yes. Because that's pretty much the only thing in town to do. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. If you're in Delaware and you are looking for a karaoke good time, mm-hmm. go on the Telstar karaoke page and figure out where they are because they have the best hosts. And the best song selection. It was fun. And they are absolutely the best. Telstar, Telstar Karaoke is the best karaoke company in Delaware. Probably the country in the world. Really? I'm a little biased. And the universe. And the whole entire universe. <laughs> the whole entire universe. Yes. Um. So last night we went to Christina Pub, which is like a local little dive bar. But it's like a good time. Everybody's like right. in a good and mood. And the food good is time. excellent. So. Very good food. Um. So we get there. And I mean me, it's just like, look, I got to get this house. Like I got to get a life. Like, it's, it's time. Like, Danielle needs to get a life. She needs to be seen. And She's got to be saint. Right. I need to get and out. Jamie was like, Danielle needs to get out. It was not <laughs> for my own benefit to karaoke at all. No, not at all. Not at, at all. Because you didn't want to stay home or anything. <laughs> so, uh, so we, of course, Jamie gets there early. Because God forbid that bitch knows how to show up at one time for anything. So she gets there. She's like, shut up. You should have seen the look she just gave me. Like, I will beat your ass off this I am, ass. I am... If anything, prompt. It was like by a lot. So, <laughs> but um, actually, I guess it's better, right? It's if better. If you're not early, late. you're late. Yeah, if you're not early, you're late. Um, so anyway, we get there, and Jamie has her standard fireball shot, which is her drink. It is. I like the and fireball. And she just walks around with it all night long. Uh-huh. But then, but all night long really turns into like four of those all night long. Yeah, well, look, when I got there, I got a shot. And I was uh-huh. sitting there, and I was talking to Dan, waiting for you. Right. Then you got there. Thunder Dan came, you guys. Yes. Have you listened to like, what was it, episode three, I He's think? got a man bun now, people. He's it's a he, tiny little man he bun. He threatened that he was going to get on it, but it looks like a little tater tot on the back of his head. <laughs> it does. But anyway, she French braided it yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm like, you gonna leave that in there like that?" He was like, "Well, she just spent so much time putting it in my hair." And it I'm was like, like two seconds. It was like two seconds because you don't have no fucking hair. It was the funniest thing. He's like, "Why well, don't want to do it?" And he's just he's freaking hilarious. He is. Fucking We're going tomorrow Dan. to the comedy show. Are we are? Are you are you coming? Did you notice me just inviting myself? Yes, you're welcome. You, I mean, how dare you not tell me? Yeah, I'm go to the comedy show. Let's go to the comedy show. It's real early. It's like from seven to nine too. So. It's, it's not like we're going to be out crazy late on a Sunday. Okay. Seven's like your time to go out. You're like, fuck yeah. Oh, I know. I'd be home by nine. Are you kidding? Danielle. Fuck the fuck up. Danielle's like, what time do you want to meet? And I'm like, um, nine. And she's like, why so late? 
karaoke since the dawn of time has always started at nine. And so why can't you get there a little early? Get your seat, get a little drink, and start talking first, because then it gets really loud, and you can barely hear anything in there all night long. You really can. It does get loud in there. It gets really, really loud. It's, like, very nice and calm. I got to see a lot of people I haven't seen before. My friend Kimberly was there with her boyfriend. It was nice. You got to see Wendy again. I got to see Wendy again. And Lester. I never met Lester. Lester's so funny. Oh, Oh my God. God. What he did to you last night was so funny. So, Jamie's on the dance floor (laughs) dancing. With my very good friend, who is my ex-boss, who's also very, let's say, fluent. So... So it's, yes, he was. He's. It's not like so I, they were. No, it was a song, and everybody was kind of out dancing. So they were dancing, and Lester took a picture of it, and then realized what your passcode was uh-huh. and made it your screensaver. He and, made it my screensaver and my lock screen, and, and I couldn't know. fix it. <laughs> so, so I was like, how, "How'd you know how to get in?" He was like, "She's only sat next to me like seven thousand times and put her code in." I'm like, "Oh my god!" So then Jamie comes back over to the table, realizes what he does, finally gets in there, fixes it, and then as soon as she walks away, he gets up the phone, picks up the phone, and puts it back on there. <laughs> he is a dick, but he is my favorite dick on the planet. He was so proud of himself. Uh huh. He was the most proud of himself he probably has ever been in his life. He was like, I'm just going to put this back. So, the thing about Lester is Lester lives with Paco, but he has not actually lived with Paco in three years. Um, but when he, before he got with Wendy, I would come over and we would sit and me and Lester would hang out. Like, I right. was always with Lester. Right. Um, and it, we had this very, we, we bonded. Right. It was, it was a very good friendship. I I love Lester. Right. Um, so he was over there right after I got back from Canada. And I was telling him how me and Sally were in Canada. We couldn't figure out, like, what the kilometers was to the, okay. the kilometers was right. to the miles. And he's like, bitch, there's a button on your dash. And he was, you push that button and it, 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 flips it flips it. And I was like, what? And he was like. You had a chance to use your button and you didn't use your button? You know how many people want to use a button, Jamie? That's exactly what he said. And I was like, I didn't know there was a button. And he got so mad at me. There was a box of Cheez-Its. And he, and we were sitting in my, Paco's got a pool table. Right. And he was sitting on one couch and I was sitting on the other. And he put the Cheez-Its right at the, on the pool table so I couldn't see him anymore. Because he was that me. He was like, we're not talking anymore. Here's the Cheez-Its. Disappointed in you. Right. It was a wall of Cheez-Its of disappointment. A wall of Cheez-Its. Oh, my goodness. He's a hoot. He was really funny. Who else? Oh, I got to meet Fitz. Fitz. Fitz came in for the first time, so I was able to meet him. Right. I don't know. Some kind of weird drama happened with him, though. I don't Somebody know what the Somebody was, was apparently grabbing his face and pitching it and telling him how sexy he was or adorable he was while his, her girlfriend, his girlfriend was behind him or something or her boyfriend, and he was very uncomfortable. Really? <laughs> Fitz is used to that from me. Right, because he's you my cost everyone. Yeah, and he's he's my peanut <laughs> butter friends. He's my peanut butter chocolate cake, chocolate cake with Kool Aid. Like that's my fits. There's a song peanut butter chocolate cake. There's with a Kool-Aid? song by um, Gam- oh, shit, Childish Gambino. Okay, and it's uh called Redbone. Okay, and there's a part where he's like my peanut butter chocolate cake with Kool Aid, and Fitz oh, used to sing it. And now that's like my favorite line. Okay. And every time I I get drunk, I'm like, "Who's my peanut butter juggling?" Uh, I know you were like, "I'm drunk!" Like so many times last night. And then you were like, oh, "Now I'm sober again." Now that I've had that surgery, <laughs> the drunk doesn't stick around for very long. I it was doesn't. Like, okay. So, but that's the thing. We were sitting there. I was talking to you. I had a shot, and then 
Fitz came in the door and was mm-hmm. like, Jamie, you want a shot? And I was like, sure. Give me another shot. Uh-huh. And then Jason bought me a shot. And Ooh. then Dan was like, Jamie, you want another one? I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this. I know, Dan was like, can I get you girls anything? I was like, you're so sweet. <laughs> He's like, let's do this. And I'm like, fuck. And by the time I knew it, I had so many shots. Can I just say, too, that it was like I was surrounded by extroverted people. It's and, so and funny. Then, and me. Well, and, oh, and including, including you, including you crazy asshole. I was including you because you're you just Wendy. introverted. Wendy's very introverted too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know what? She's so introverted. I almost forgot about her for a second. I'm like, she was there. But so, um, last night between you, Thunder Dan, uh-huh. and Fitz, and Lester. Well, no, the ones that got up there singing. Oh. You guys were just like rocking it, and it was so funny. Like, so she gets Dan to go up and do karaoke. I do. And he gets up there and does the maso- masochist tango. The masochist tango uh-huh. was one, and then a dropkick Murphy song. And he is kiss just like. Kiss me on shit face. Uh, he, yeah, kiss me. Oh, he's so funny. So he's up there doing his thing. He's got like the mic all over the place. He's uh-huh. like on fire, like, yeah, I'm at home. I love being on stage. This is great. Because he's a comedian too. Mm-hmm. So he's very used to being on stage, and that like makes him happy. It like gets his goat. And then you're up there, and you're like, Whoa! Like, it's just the funniest thing. And I'm like, I get up there, and I'm, like, shaking like a goddamn Oh, lead. but you were so good. Like, we felt your power. We felt your anger. I was like, yeah. Did you hear when you were done? I was like, that's my bitch. Yes. <laughs> but you just, you kept talking to me like you're in front of me. And I was just like, oh, my God, if I snort laughing one more time <laughs> in this damn microphone. But, um, so it was, it was a good time, though. But it, it's just funny that I'm surrounded by all these extroverted people. And they're like, just get the hell up there, girl. Just do your thing, pussy. Like, it's just so funny. You're like, okay, let me get up there. And then you guys are all, like, going to town, enjoying your life. Oh, my God. When I left there, I got into a fight with the guy at the bar. There what? was a guy sitting at the bar. He was up singing, and I was like, I don't like his hair. Um, <laughs> That's why you're a mean girl. Because who <laughs> does that? You're singing, and I don't like your hair. Right. So, he's up there. He's sitting at the bar, and somebody was singing Pearl Jam when I left. Oh, my and God. And I hate Pearl Jam. Yeah, we did. We do, talked about this I do this not like Pearl Jam, and I do mm. not like Nirvana. Right. So he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He was like, Pearl Jam's the greatest. And I turned around and looked at him. I said, Pearl Jam fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> he was like, he's the best ever. Jeremy Vetter is the best ever in this fucking... Eddie Vetter. Eddie Vetter, whatever the fuck. Marble, <laughs> Jeremy Vetter. Marble, 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 Marble Vetter. man. <laughs> he's like, he's the best thing that happened to this genre. And I was like, okay. I was like, let's take a step back, dude. I was like, first of all, you can't understand what he's saying. I don't like mumble alternative as much as I don't like mumble rap. Mm-hmm. I was like, second of all, Kurt Cobain is also overrated. I was like, if you're going to go for that decade and that genre when they were all really big, mm-hmm. I was like, the best ever was Beck. He wrote his own songs. He plays 50,000 Buck was not the same thing, though. He was not grunge. He, he was, was like grunge. Kind of weird... No, Beck was He was wasn't. still alternative. Yeah, but it was like a... That was not like them. It he doesn't wasn't rock and roll. It doesn't matter. He was the best. He plays his own music. But it's like apples, oranges. You can't compare yeah. them together. Anything's better than Pearl Jam. Now, if you wanted to do like, um, crap, I just had the name of it. Gwen Stefani's ex. What's his name? Coldplay. Uh, no, not Coldplay. Gwen Stefani's ex. Uh, God damn it. I fucking know. It's right on like the tip of my tongue. I keep wanting to say Chevelle, but it's not Chevelle. It's not even close to being Chevelle. Glycerine. Remember that song? Glycerine. No. Mm-mm. Set up, bitch. It'll come to me. It'll be like two o'clock in the morning, and I'll remember. I'll be like, too late. Our podcast is already done, or whatever. But like, you know, there's all those. There were certain bands that they were all together at that time, and you have. To, I feel like you got to kind of compare anyway, them. Beck is not the same. It is. 
in my in my eyes it is. But then he was like, "Look, I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not here to argue." And I was like, "It's okay that you're not here to argue because you would lose. Have a good day." And I walked out. Oh my god! Good day, sir. I said good day. <laughs> you're so mean. What is wrong with you? Are you ovulating? Are you getting ready to go on your period or no. something? You're so Usually mean. I'm very loving and happy, and I I accept everybody. I'm like, I know, like what is no, happening lately? I think I think it's because I was at the pub. Like I feel so at home there. Like, I feel like it's my bar. I know, but that would make you feel... I would think you'd be, like, the opposite. Like, oh, I would it's my be more, bar. I'd be more welcoming. Good. I went up to Jason. I was like, who the fuck are all these people singing? <laughs> oh, my God. And look, and then I tried to rap. Look, guys, I got up and I sang Lizzo. And by the end of it, I wasn't even singing. It was just my friend Fitz that I made take over the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> because Paco always told me to stick to my genre. And now I know why. <laughs> Because I got drunk and got ballsy and was like, I can't keep up. <laughs> I was like, somebody better give her some water. Thankfully, you started like sipping water and stuff. I was like, oh my oh, God. Oh, I was fucking drunk. I shouldn't have drove home. Oh, that's not good. No. I, no, I shouldn't have drove home. But I did drove home and I got I got there safe and that's not something I recommend. So don't do that. Yeah, I know. That's probably not a good idea. It was not a good idea. I should have called Paco and he told me about myself when I got home and he was like, why the fuck did you drive? There was 15 people there that could have brought you home. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I didn't, well, I thought by the time we were done because you had switched over to water. Yeah, I, I snuck in one last shot. It was did fucking, you? Yeah, I did. Because I rolled out of there. I was like, I gotta go. My stomach's upset. Like, it was starting to turn because I had, like, soda. Yeah. So much soda all night. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, my stomach is all fucked up. I gotta get the hell out of here. And, um, let me see. Oh, so I rolled out of there. I didn't realize that you were going to be staying in. I felt kind of bad because I'm like, I just sort of left Dan there. Poor Dan's, like, there all by himself. He was fine. He was in his element. And they, they talked to him. Like, like they were he, all talking? Yeah, like, Lester yeah. and Wendy. And then um, when we were at Hooters, he came over and just sat with us at the table. Oh, okay. So, so he kind of knows them So he knows of them. And, and him and Fitz have talked before. So Okay. And so they're, they're real welcoming guys anyway. Yeah. Like, the... As long as you don't do anything really stupid and they're like, we can't hang with this clown, like, they're very accepting of people. Like, yeah. I have a very loving group. And then, and then there's just, you, apparently. Then there's me. And most of the time, I'm very loving. I don't know what it was last night. Maybe the fireball hit me the wrong way. I don't know, but that <laughs> poor girl walked in. I still don't even know what girl it was, and you don't need to say her name, but you, she walked in, and you're like, she can't sit with us. Um, I was like, oh my god, why are you such a mean girl? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't even know why I said that. I don't even know who she was. I can't even remember what she looks like at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Um, let me see. What else happened last night? Actually, I think it was just like, it was pretty chill. It was pretty chill. Like, I don't feel like it was, it was just like a good night out. It like, was I'm fun. Glad that I got to get out for a little bit. I woke up today and I was fine. I wasn't. I was. I was not. I had to have leftover pizza and Tylenol and about 18 gallons of water. Oh, yeah. And I had to brush my teeth like four times. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I was like, why does it feel like there's something growing in my mouth? Like, that's, oh, I was gosh. like, ah, with the toothbrush on top. <laughs> I was like, I don't like this. I have to get in the shower. You know what? I was like, I, I put it on Facebook too, but um, when my oldest, oh, Christopher, I'm like, like, I'm talking to you, but my oldest son, Christopher, whenever he's not home, when I expect him to be home and I haven't heard from him, I'll text him or call him. Like, are you okay? Are you on your way home? What are you doing? And he's so good about it now that I have him sort of trained at this point. Where he'll, where he'll let you know. Where he'll let me know. I left the house before he got off work last night. And I didn't get home until one. Not one text. 
Not a call, not a nothing from this child. Nothing. He, it was almost like I was an adult and I just didn't need anyone checking on me. <laughs> or something. And then, but you know what? If Jonathan was home because he's with his dad this weekend, if he would have been home, like, he would have been on the phone with me Mom, 17 times. I need milk. Mom, I know he's always needs milk. Pick up milk and Taco Bell. Right. If you're coming home, milk and Taco Bell. And he wonders why he has stomach problems because he wants to have milk and Taco Bell. I just thought, damn, like there ain't nobody checking on me. That is a lonely fucking feeling. I'm gonna Girl, like, I gotta I told, find somebody. I, I told Taco something. I was leaving the bar and he knew that I was a little tipsy. And there wasn't a get home safe or anything because he was dead asleep when I got home. <laughs> and I got there. I was like, I'm home safe. I did text Wendy to let her know that I was home and she gave me a big thumbs up. So I don't think it was Wendy who had her phone. I think Lester answered me because she would oh, have really? been like, oh, I'm glad. But Lester was like, here's a big thumbs up because I don't give a really I don't really give a rat's behind I at know. this point. Oh, my Here's God. Here's your cheeses, bitch. <laughs> Here's your cheeses. Oh, my gosh. So, we've had a lot kind of happening in Delaware. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. But before we get into that, there's this thing that I just, I love, like, perceived, like, old man jokes. Uh-huh. They just crack me the F up. I don't know why. They're, like, so dry and, like, something you would hear my pop-up tell us or something, but I just love them. So, this is one that I came across, and I just have to tell it. Okay. Okay. So, it's it's a conversation between a son and his dad. Son, what's in that fancy beer mug on the mantle? Me. Well, that's your Uncle Frank. That's where he once wanted his remains. It was his favorite beer stein. He always said it would be funny. Never got why. Son, maybe it's so he could be Frankenstein? Me, that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's kind of silly. Probably nobody's going to laugh. They'd be like, she really needs to work on her sense of humor, but that's fine. I think it's funny. I thought it was kind of cute. I can give you something else that's really funny. What's funny? How about the testicuzzi? Oh, my God. I, I She showed, showed me this, and I it's fucking hate whoever for invented, balls. This, invented this. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. First of all, you don't want to heat up your balls. It, it stunts your, your movers. But go ahead. Tell me about it. So, it's on oddityMall.com. Okay. It's called the Testacuzzi is a battery powered mini jacuzzi for your balls. <laughs> it's forty dollars on Amazon apparently. So I'm just thinking, when would there ever be a time when you're gonna to wanna to hover over and dip your balls in it's, this little thing? It's a hot tub for, for your balls. For your balls. It's it's somewhere to put your balls and boil them. <laughs> yeah. Says there are times when your body needs a jacuzzi after long days of hard, laborious work, and then there are times when your balls need a good jacuzzi session after getting hit by a baseball, an accidental kick from a child, a long bike ride, a long horse ride, and more. This product is meant for the latter situations. It's a tiny, no offense, jacuzzi meant specifically for your set of balls to be placed in for a nice, relaxing spa session. The test jacuzzi comes in two different versions, one that's battery-powered and will actually blow, blow bubbles under your balls for the ultimate relaxation. <laughs> and there's a version that's not powered. Oh, so it's so just... So you can use a tube to blow bubbles manually. Oh, my oh God! Oh, my God! <laughs> so this guy has got this box... With his nuggets in it, and then a big straw, and he's like, oh, like what is it, thirty five dollars instead of forty? Like, like he's blow, like when you were little and you used to blow the bubbles into your milk. Yeah. Oh, that's twisted. I mean, come on. Oh my god, we're gonna go ahead and forget about the second version because that's just weird. Yes. No, you're right. No, we we definitely tip the scales that we are just on that alone. Yes. I guess clearly. 
I mean, not in general, but just on that part alone. <laughs> and focus solely on the battery-operated version from here on out. As if a ball jacuzzi wasn't weird enough, now we're introducing tubes that connect to your mouth. No thanks. Uh, to use the test jacuzzi, just fill it up with warm water, place your balls inside, and turn it on. It'll then start to blob bubbles under your balls and relieve any pain that might have been introduced to them throughout the day. What's the best part? I mean, it's a jacuzzi for your balls. But it's <laughs> a nice soft pillow for your member to lay on while your balls are in the tub. Oh, so there's a there's a dick pillow, a dick rest. There is. It's a dick rest. See the picture? Uh, but I'm trying to think, like, it goes that way, and your balls are, and I don't no, know. No, no. you figure? It's going it's underneath me. your undercarriage. So your testes are going, see how they're, you're going in here, and yeah. then you're, you're junk. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you just had to point out. <laughs> I love how we're so invested that you're like, no, this is where you're going to put your dick, and this is where you're going to put your balls. Right. And then the bubbles are going to come up underneath your balls by your teeth. I, uh, <laughs> All of it's disgusting. I'm disappointed in the world right now. <laughs> Just the balls hot tub comes in a few different color options and finishes to choose from, including a jet black edition with a red member pillow, a white edition with a black member pillow, along with an ultra wear. Ah, this is great. 14 karat gold plate limit edition test koozie for when you really want to treat your balls to pure luxury. The scrotum hot tub is powered by batteries. Lifetime of the rich and famous penis. <laughs> this is just so stupid. Oh my god, there's a what's them call it? They call it chunky dunking. There's a video. There. There's a fucking video. What? Oh, I cannot. They're, they're, are they doing it? Yeah. He just flopped. Oh my god, they just dropped nuts into it. Like actual literal nuts. That squirrel was pissed. After a long day in a pair of skinny jeans, nothing says happiness like a soothing dunk of the tea bag into a steaming hot cup of chamomile tea. After you pitch your tent for the night, doesn't sound delightful to sit back, relax, <laughs> and dump two plump marshmallows into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Okay. Oh he my god. He said happiness and two, happiness. two plump marshmallows into a cup of cocoa. Oh my god, what's penis? I haven't seen a penis in so long. Oh my god. No, that's not that great. <laughs> Overrated. <clears throat> any old so any old who, so <laughs> that was so funny. What do you got? Okay, so last night I sang, well Fitz sang, um, Lizzo. Right. So apparently Jillian Michaels. Ah, uh, yes, I this saw that. fucking bitch. First of all, I hated her on The Biggest Loser, and this isn't the first time she's been in the freaking media for being, like, a cunt to bigger people. Yeah, like, kind of running her mouth. Right. So, Jillian Michaels commented on Lizzo's weight for the third time this week. Jillian Michaels just re reiterated her feeling about Lizzo's weight for the third time this week. Jillian said there's nothing beautiful about clogged arteries in her latest statement. Because oh. she's been doing a lot of body positive, Lizzo's been doing a lot of body positivity right. ads. Um, last time she said there's nothing beautiful about diabetes, things like that. Well, I mean she's the former, she's right in a way, but she but goes she, about it in such right, a shitty way. But there's no way. reason to be ignorant, especially no, right now in this time where kids are like literally starving themselves to be thinner. Yeah. 
So the former Biggest Loser trainer has faced significant backlash for her statements. Early this week, celebrity, celebrity trainer Michaels came under fire for fat-shaming singer Lizzo. Today, she reiterated her opinions about Lizzo's body for the third time. After an initial interview and an Instagram post saying that a body positivity aside, obese people are at the heightened risk for disease and early death. We get it. Like, we're not dumb. We know this. There's nothing beautiful about clogged arteries, she told people in her latest statement. I'm not saying you're not a beautiful person. I'm not saying you're not physically beautiful. But I'm saying being obese is not a beautiful thing. It's actually a sad thing. Dying early to obesity-related health conditions, bankrupting yourself, which is the number one cause of bankruptcy or health-related conditioning. Oh, I guess she's saying because she's going to go bankrupt from all the medical bills. Mm. Early this week, she ignited a firestorm by telling fans, Lizzo, to, why celebrate Lizzo's body? Why are we celebrating her body? Um, Jillian said on BuzzFeed News, why does it matter? That's that's what I'm saying. Like, why aren't we celebrating her music? Because it, it is... And she's backpedaling like uh-huh. a mother It isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. I'm just being honest. I love her music. My kids love her music, but there's never a moment where I'm like, I'm so glad she's overweight. Why do I even care? Who do who do I? It says, why do I even care? Why is it my job to care about her weight? It's not. It's not. So shut the fuck up. (sighs) So apparently, after the bunch of backlash that was happening, Lizzo fired back. Oh. Yes. So Lizzo responds to Jillian's thing. Taking the high road, Lizzo's response to Michael's comments about her health is subtle yet empowering. At the 25-second mark, I want you to take five deep breaths, the Juice Singer 31 wrote via Instagram on Wednesday, January 8th, alongside a video of the musician walking outside and enjoying her surroundings, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Today's mantra is, this is my life. Uh, the Hustler star added, I have done nothing wrong. I for- I forgive myself for thinking I was wrong in the first place. I deserve to be happy. The Grammy-nominated artist comments after the Biggest Loser out alum, 45, came under fire for suggesting good as hell singer's weight will lead to diabetes during the interview of BuzzFeed, blah, blah, blah. Why aren't we celebrating her music? Because it's, it's going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. It's not going to be awesome if she gets uh, diabetes. I guess they're just reiterating what she's right. So... I guess she was making fun of her and just showing her that she does get out there and exercise. Right. Um, so, yeah, so she took the high road. She didn't, like, bash her, which she could have. Like, she's got such a big following right now. She could have ruined Michael. She could have been like, look, all my fans love me and they fucking hate you now. Right. So. She's kind of, like, she's walking that line. It's like, I mean, because of what she's doing, like, you know, that she's kind of, you know. Like, very fit, and she's in the fitness industry, and she wants to just be like, look, <clears throat> I get it. We really love your music. But at the end of the day, we don't want to be like, oh, look how great she is, and then people don't want to take care of their body anymore. But at the so, same time. But she goes about it so cunty. She does go about it so cunty. But look at how, like, Queen Latifah started out, she was heavy. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah was she's a good. She still is, but she's she's definitely slimmed down. Yeah, but she looks great. She started heavy, right? With her career and things like that, she slimmed down. Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. Adele, Adele. Look at her right now. Everybody's Jennifer, talking about how two times she is Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, 
all these women started out big in their career. Mm -hmm. They have, as celebrities, they have these accesses. Yeah, they have access to, to all the to things that they need. To personal trainers mm -hmm. and the right vitamins and things like the that. The food. But, and the food, because yeah. being healthy is very expensive. Mm -hmm. So Lizzo is pretty new in her career. I well, mean, she's been she, around for a while. She's, she's just now getting the attention. But she's just now getting, yeah. like, paid. Right, right. So let her take care of the things she wants to take care of first. Let her take care of buying a house, getting her mama situated, doing all that stuff. Like, do you. But don't, when she decides to lose weight, if she decides to lose weight, that is on her time. I do enjoy, though, that she's just, like, even in her lyrics, it's like, look. I'm a bigger girl, but, like, you know, I'm landing me football players, and it is what it is. Right. I love it. I'm, like, all about it. Like, because I'm definitely a thick girl. <laughs> like, I got thighs for days. So, I'm like, yes. Yes, girl. Yes. Yes. And love she it. is. And she's very beautiful. She's mm -hmm. she's one. She's very pretty. I always thought that. As soon as the first time I saw her, I was like, wow. And her she, outfits are, like, no fucks given. Like, right. look, my belly rolls over, too. I've right. had a pajamic too, and I'm still going to wear these things, and it's going to be okay, and I love that. I'm just like, mind your business. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of like you got to have, I don't know. You have to You want... can do it a different way. You can go about it a different way. See, she was being cunny about it, and she got called on it, and then she tried to backtrack a little bit, and it is what it is, sister. You already said what you said. Right. At least own it. Yeah, I mean, at least be like, you know, because I was you're trying to be a little cunny that day. You're going to get even worse trying to backpedal than you are than for just owning it and saying, you know what, maybe I was a little harsh. Maybe. You know what, that's definitely the thing with me, and it's been, um, like, a big, big thing in my life right now is you don't need to lie to me. Right. I would prefer somebody to tell me the truth and then show me how they're going to fix it. You know what I mean? Right. Then fucking lie to me. And it drives me absolutely insane, especially when, like, you know in your gut and your heart they're not telling you the truth. You know what I mean? And yeah. you already fucking know it. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's not logical. You know, my intuition is, like, fucking spot on, man. It's got, like, a 98% fucking return rate. You know what I mean? Like, literally, like, my intuition is so fucking hot. So, it's like, when you fucking lie to me, and I know you're fucking lying to me, and then you continue to lie to me, like, it's just, I can't, there's no trust. I can never trust you again. You know what I mean? That's kind of, like, where you're at. And, like, especially in this case, which I know seems a, a little far-fetched, but, like, She's in this limelight, right, where she's, you know, personal trainer and people listen to her and they want to go to her for advice and slim down. You said yeah, but what you said. They're really not anymore. That's the thing. There's no, a, she's still up there. She's still, she's like, in not, her circles. There's a lot of hotter ones out there now, though. I mean, maybe. But, I mean, the thing is, though, is, like, she said what she said. Like, we don't even need to intuitively know that you're telling us a lie. You said it. It was on record. You said it. And now, because you're getting the backlash that you're getting, because you didn't think everybody's going to be so, like, offended by your cuntiness, you're now trying to act like you didn't do that. And it's like, sometimes you just got to be like, again, a spade's a spade. Like, I kind of said it that day. It was probably not what I should have said. You know, I was, you know, feeling a certain kind of way, and I said what I said, and I, I shouldn't have. I think she's great, and um, I just, you know, right. I, I'm concerned I want her to do better. That's how you sort of make things better. When you backpedal, it's like so... You just look ridiculous. Not only do you look ridiculous, but then you're insulting everybody's everybody's intelligence. I'm a big thing about if it doesn't affect your life directly, stay the fuck out of it. Like, that's my big thing. Yeah. Um, I was a big girl for a very long time. Um, and I've had the surgery. I got rid of it. it. I did what I had to do. And there were so many people... When I said I was getting this surgery that was like, well, you could diet and you can exercise and you could do that. Even though I've done those things and they didn't work for me. And I, 
I've I've learned to just ignore them because well, you again, did what was eventually it's none of their right fucking you. business. Yeah, well, you ended up doing what was right for you. So I don't know. It is. It's just is what it is. But I have one though. Please. That I have to talk about because it's so fucking stupid that I'm dumber for having read it, and I now need to just pass it along to all of you. I'm I'm ready. Is it from Florida? No. Oh, I'm so disappointed. But it's. It's one of those ones that we talked about before. Like, so, remember a podcast back, there was a kid that he went into, like, what was it, Pizza Hut or something, and he ordered yes, ice cream, and, he ordered and then the was ice upset because he was vegan. Yes. So he sued them. This is the ultimate, I don't know how it's going to get any more stupider than this. Man is suing his parents for giving birth to him without consent. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> This was on uh, 1013thebrew.iheart.com. And this is actually back in February, but somebody just posted it. And it's from Marty and Jody in the morning. I guess they have their own Mm -hmm. morning show. So one day we might too. We might. I don't know that we can't stop cussing to save our goddamn lives. We really can't. We'd have to be like on XM or something. We would We would definitely not. We'd have to be on satellite. We'd have to be on satellite right now. It's not going to be WSTW at Jamie and Danielle in the morning. I don't know how Stern got a morning show. Yeah, but he cusses like a sailor now. Yeah. You know, like, well, not, I don't know about a sailor. I, I haven't listened to a show in a really long time, but I've heard him, you know, definitely say the F word. But anyway, so this is from February 2019, and it says, we've all been made at our parents at some point in our lives. However, one 27-year-old guy has taken it to another level. Seriously. Raphael Samuel is planning to take his parents to court for bringing him into this world without his consent. He holds a belief called anti-natalism. Which is that humans are considered a destructive force to the earth, and it's wrong to reproduce, especially if the child did not agree to be born. What? Fucking weirdo. He wants others to know that there are clearly two options when deciding to have kids. Wait. Either... He, he thinks it's wrong to reproduce? Yes, because we're destructive to the planet, and that we should just sort oh, of die. Oh, God. Out. Is he a flat earther? I fucking hate people. I don't know if he's a flat earther. It doesn't say that. It just says antinatalism. So, he says he... Let me see. All right. Where were we? There are two options when deciding to have kids. Either you do or you don't. They chose the do. I don't like, this is so stupid. Like, my brain cells are dying having to read this again. Baby, before (laughs) we fuck, I'm going to need you to get the speculum out and open up my cervix and scream up there. (laughs) Hey, do you want to be fertilized? And don't stick your dick at me until you get an answer back. (laughs) Hello. 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 (laughs) Could you imagine if they were like, what? What? <laughs> Would you like to be born, born, born? Fuck no, no, no. All right, babe, sorry. got to put a condom on tonight. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, what the shit? Oh, God, all right. So it says, either you do or you don't. Hence, we should ask our parents for an explanation as to why they felt giving birth to us was a good idea. Jesus Christmas. He also runs a Facebook page where he routinely posts anti-procreation messages like, isn't forcing a child into this world and forcing it to have a career, kidnapping, and slavery? Or, I know, right? Don't you want to beat him? I'm so angry with him. They're going to drag his his dumb ass out of the street. Millennial ass. (laughs) Oh my God. So it's a, or your parents had you instead of a toy or a dog, you, wait. Oh my God, your parents had you instead of a toy or a dog. You owe them nothing. You are their entertainment. 
No word on how potential parents would obtain consent to begin with, but hey, everyone's got their thing. Do you think he's got a point or is he just another wacko? He's another wacko. He is a motherfucking wacko. He is a super one. So you see, I thought giving birth to another being without its consent and forcing it to work and pay bills for your pleasure is the definition of entitled. That's something he posted on his Facebook page. He must have had to pay mommy and daddy rent. Like, they're tired of him living under their roof. And he, they were like, hey, you're going to have to pay like $100 a week. And then he's like, I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> How dare you? How like, seriously. You? I think I, I, this is just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, why does these people? Oh, my goodness. So I'm really upset with this article that I found because it shows me nothing. Okay. So, it says a former Newark police officer has admitted that he uh. solicited and accepted thousands of, do- thousands of dollars in bribes from brothel owners in exchange for protecting them from law enforcement. Katie Wait. Johnson reports, but there's no article. What? There's no article. Did you click on something? No. Like, where is, is the article? Is it Newark? Like, in Newark, New Jersey? Newark, police. I don't know. Or Newark, Delaware. There's Newark, and then there's Newark. I don't know. There's no fucking article. Which, what is that about? It has to that's be. It. Look, people are like, that's it? These, That's all there is to say about this? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Google it. And then it says, <laughs> I just think we were in New Jersey... Oh, we are we here in New Jersey are supposed to be afraid of criminals. Yeah, right. For some reason, these cops think New Jersey. These cops in New Jersey think they can do what they want, and now I think this is five bad cops within like a month. I keep saying there's something in the water here in Jersey, so it must be Newark, Newark, New Jersey. But yeah, there's no article. Like, uh, we'll have to look it was for on CBSLocal.com yesterday. Well, I have, like, a really good one if you want to, like, Google some more. Yes, you While we do, do this one. I am, uh, every, I think everybody should know by now that um, I absolutely love dogs. Love, love, love them. And um, absolutely partial to pitties, like pit bulls, um, just because that's the dogs I've always had. Um, I've had, well, I've only had two dogs, but they've both been pit bulls. And I just love them, and I hate that they're overbred, and they die by, like, the millions every single year. Yep. Because, you know, we don't take care of things like we should. Um, but this was a really nice thing that came up, and it was on Fox 29 Philadelphia, and it was just published, uh, like, 19 hours ago. And it was, Rescue Dog Becomes the First Pitbull Arson Detection Canine in New Jersey. Since you're already on New Jersey, it kind of fit. Says a pup rescued from a dog fighting ring is the first pit bull to become an arson detection canine in New Jersey. The Throwaway Dogs Project picked up Hansel in a police raid at a Canadian dog fighting ring at seven weeks old. Oh my goodness, he was only seven weeks old. Oh my god. All right. Hansel was rehabilitated by the nonprofit. The dog was eventually trained and certified to work with the Millville Fire Station. The Throwaway Dogs Project trains dogs to positively impact the community. And he's just so cute. Oh, my God. Oh, he's so cute. You know what? He's not a real full... He's not a full pity, though. Well, the no, fact, I mean, I'm still grateful. The like, oh, I'm thing glad. Is, though, like, there's apartment complexes and things out there, like, that are, like, if it even, like, bred with a pit bull, they, they're so misunderstood. There's such a misunderstood breed. Well, this guy's definitely not a pit bull. He's more of, like, a bully. Let me say... Like, my dog, Laney, pit bull. Uh, yeah, he's, he's pity. He's, he's got some in it. He's a mix. That's yeah, not a he's, fool. Yeah, he's definitely a mix, though. Yeah, he's a mix. He looks more like a like a bully to me, though. 
than anything else. But I mean, I'm really, really glad. I mean, he looks regardless, like he's that boxer in him. Yeah, boxer and pity. Yeah, he's not full bred. That's for sure. He's definitely not. Like Lainey is what they call Staffordshire. My dog Lainey. She's a red nosed Staffordshire, and she's like very, very thin. And then you've got like the American ones, and they're like kind of a little more stocky. Whatever, and then you've got like my brother has his dog. His name's Petey, and they call him like a pit bull too. But he's not; he's a bully. Yeah, like, he's, he's an American like, bully. He's like very, very stocky, and he's like ninety freaking pounds, and he likes to lay like right on you. It's, he's like the funniest thing in the world. But anyway, so yeah, I just thought that was so cute, though. I'm like, I think that's great that they're uh, okay. So I you know doing that. I found the write up. Okay. So, it. former Newark police officer admits to bribery and assisting in preparing false federal tax returns. So, not only is he taking bribes, they're more upset that he didn't claim those bribes on his taxes. Oh, jeez. Oh, my A God. A former Newark police officer today admitted soliciting and accepting cash payments from the brothel owner in New York, in Newark, in exchange for protecting brothels from police action and failing to report those cash payments on his personal federal tax income returns. Oh, my God. U.S. Attorney Craig Caput... Carpentino, Carpenito, mm-hmm. announced Julio I. Rivera, 50, of Old Bridge, New Jersey, pleaded guilty before the U.S. District Judge Madeline Cox Orello in Newark, federal court for two counts of indictment, charging him with bribery um, and aiding the assisting in the preparation of false two, 2015 personal federal tax returns. According to the documents filed in the case, statements made, blah, 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 from September 2014 to August 2015, he solicited and accepted the cash payments from the brothel owner. Um, who She ran brothels located in Lafayette on Lafayette Street and Emmett Street. In exchange for these cash bribes, Rivera performed official acts and violated his lawful duties for benefit of for himself. So that's a big no-no. So then he got in trouble for not claiming the $40,000 that he got from them on his taxes. So they got brothels in Jersey. Right. I would be such a good brothel. <laughs> you would be such a good madam. I would. I wish that they would just legalize prostitution because we would make bank. Because I'd definitely bring you in. Not as like a hoe, but as like. <laughs> that's good to know. Because like, I wouldn't do that anyway. As like my bitch that's like yelling at them a lot. Like, like we're not going to be pimps. Because pimps are assholes. They just take their money. Like, we'll just take the money that we need to, like, food and house them and then give them most of it. Like, we'll I just don't know. I little, think it like, would, like, it would just skeeve me out. It would skeeve me out to see these old fuckers and, like, this young prostitute and... Yeah, ugh, but... gross. I just... Look, gross I just watched out. Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, like, five times this past week. <laughs> I know, but you also were like, Sean Connery is so hot. I would totally Sean Connery him. is hot. I don't care He's what He's 90 years says. old. His balls are probably down by his asshole at this point. And I would get him and a you were like, yes. I would give him a testacuzzi. <laughs> you would put him, you would give him a testacuzzi? I would. I would be like, here. With your mouth? Here. I got to. I would like, like, here, boo-boo. Just stand there and I'll get down on my knees and scoop your, your nuggets up. Because they're. <laughs> you just went too far. They're yeah, down I went too far. They're so far down there now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get on my knees and scoop them back up towards your, but, your happiness. <laughs> um, Dan told me last night that Sean Connery lives in on one of the little islands in the Bahamas. Oh, That's yeah? where he's living out the rest of his life. And he's probably going to die this year. Like, like my Deadpool for this year. You have a Deadpool? Oh, my I God, do. this? Look, every year fucking Jason talks me into this, and we, we, we write a list at who do we think is going to die this year. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Like, it better not be you. Huh? I hope you're not. It better not happen to you. You better live this whole year. Right. 
I, I'm that's planning, just awful. I'm planning on it, but my Deadpool I, I plan is to live this year. <laughs> my Deadpool right now, I only have Alex Trebek, which we know who's dying, so it's kind of a cheat. Oh, which is which on. tears me up because I also have a crush on Alex Trebek. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Shaw. So, Alex Trebek and Sean Connery. What is with you? Do you have, like, daddy issues? Or grandpappy issues? No. Grandpappy? No. I mean, I... They're old. I know. I know. I know they're old. (laughs) Well, what was I going to say? Um, crap. I had some on the tip of my tongue and now it's gone. Gosh, dang it all to Heckerson. I don't remember what I was going to say. Darn it. Yeah, darn it. Darn it. Crap, I, I had something. I don't know. You want to talk about the lady who found shit on the beach and took it home and he, she should have just left shit alone? Sure. Why not? Okay. So. <laughs> here, here it goes. Okay. So I don't like the beach. <laughs> Jamie doesn't like much of anything. I, don't I was like going to say, what do you like? The list is shorter. That's how <laughs> I feel about my own self at this point. I don't like the beach. I don't like sand. I think it's gross. Okay. Um, Where did it go? But apparently there was this lady and she was walking down the beach and she found what she thought was a rusty old plate. Um, back in April, Jane Wilson found what she thought was an old plate lying on the beach. The truth is it was a bit more explosive. Wilson, haha, wordplay. Wilson, yeah. Wilson, who works as a private home health aide, was aiding her client's dog around sunrise. Uh, was walking her dog around sunrise on Indian River Shores Beach in Florida. Fucking Florida. Yes. Uh, Score, people. The avid beachcomber likes collecting sea glass. She examined the seashell beds as she walked, just in case she saw something that caught her eye. And something did. Lying atop the sand that day was what looked like a plate, maybe lost long ago off a Spanish ship. She took it home for months. She chipped away at the shells and the particles crusted onto the surface, storing it in a lunchbox cooler filled with water. Then on Tuesday, there was a post on a community webpage about a man who found a landmine. A friend sent it over to Wilson saying, Jane, is this the thing, is that the thing you have in the cooler in your living room? (laughs) (laughs) On your living room floor? (laughs) That's when Wilson realized that she had stored, what she had stored at home. For the past nine months, she'd been chipping away at a landmine. She called the Indian River Shores police who told her to evacuate her home while they notified a nearby Air Force base to pick up the mine. Wilson thought... (laughs) Wilson, though, reasoned that if it hadn't gone off in the last few months, it probably wasn't going on now. <laughs> That's Instead, not a good thing. Instead, she bought it to her client's house, oh my god, and decided ah. to leave it outside for the authorities to collect. Oh my god. The Indian River Shores Police Captain Mark Shaw uh, told T.C. Palm that familiar finds occur all the time in the area. You have to be extremely careful. You never know, he said. We treat it as alive and able... We treat it as live and able to explode any second. Yes, exactly. She's like, I'm just going to take it over to this elderly guy's house. (laughs) Let me just drop it off. Hope it doesn't explode. Look, it's on the fucking porch, dude. Just come get it. Oh, my God. Uh, What is wrong with people? Uh, Like, her sense. She's got zero sense. Oh, my God. All right, let me see. Oh, speaking of zero sense, these guys have zero sense in the actual literal sense that they have nothing and they have no sense in terms of like their brain because oh so they're broken dumb they're broken dumb very very broken dumb so fox13memphis.com hosts men try to catch a lottery ticket with glued on numbers <laughs> like a ransom note 
now they like faked a lottery ticket and tried to turn it in for hundred grand. <laughs> I wish I, I could you, see when Jamie's you said that. Right when now. you said that, I I imagine like you know how like old timey ransom notes they used to cut the letters out of the magazine oh, yeah. and paste them. That's what I was thinking. Like paste it on what? numbers. Two Mississippi men were arrested after reportedly trying to cash in a fake one hundred thousand dollars scratch off ticket. Please say. And they were notified by the Mississippi Mississippi Lottery Corporation when two men attempted to turn in the doctor lottery ticket. Uh, Otis Latham, 47, and Russell Sparks, 48, allegedly altered a ticket by gluing the winning numbers to match the $100,000 prize. Both of the men were charged with conspiracy to commit an... Oh, what's this? Conspiracy to commit an uttering counterfeit instrument over $1,000, and Latham was charged with false ID information. Huh. They're being held at, you know, whatever, on bail, blah, 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 blah. They should not have arrested them. They should have just been like, you know what? Just go back out. More. Eventually, natural selection is going to take care of you. <laughs> so there's a girl in Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. There was a body found in a cornfield in 1981. And on Thursday, 2020, we finally learned her name. Oh, okay. Um, it's been 39 years since a woman's body was found in South Georgia cornfield and 32 years since her killer, a traveling carnival worker, died without ever revealing her name. <gasps> But in those nearly four decades, the search for Jane Doe's real name and her family has continued. And early January, the search for those elusive but important answers was finally about to come to an end. The unnamed woman would ultimately get closure much sooner than her family would get closure. Doe was found in Dixie, Georgia, a Dixie, Georgia cornfield on Halloween in 1981. The GBI found her partially covered with limbs and foliage to conceal her and the crime. At the time... All they knew was that she was about 5 feet 2 inches tall and 105 pounds. She had a shoulder length brown hair and hazel eyes. And as at the time she died, investigators believed she was between the ages of 18 and 24 years old. Mm. Her cause of death was a stab wound to the to the abdomen and strangulation. Oh. Police quickly identified a primary subject in the in the crime, 52-year-old George Newsom, but would eventually hit an all but impenetrable yeah, that. Dead end. <laughs> Authorities learned that Newsom was part of a traveling fair that was in Quitman, Georgia at the time. Investigators believed that Jane Doe was employed by the fair, but that wasn't completely clear. Newsom had stolen a motorhome at the time of his arrest, and search eventually uncovered a rope that was used to strangle the young woman. The knife was never recovered. Newsom, who had been uncooperative in the early investigation while so denying any knowledge of the crime, escaped the Brooks County Jail and wasn't caught until... 1983 in Alabama. He then admitted to killing the woman who he said he met at the fairgrounds in Tallahassee, Florida um, before became Quitman. Mm. Newsom said he killed the victim after the argument over another man. He pleaded guilty and was sentenced to life in prison, dying in Augusta State Medical Prison in 1988. He never told police the woman's name, though authorities still aren't sure whether it was intentional or because he really just didn't know. <coughs> in the decades that followed, answer would be Answers would be few and far in between. Oh, wait, so hold on. I don't mean to interrupt you. So he admitted to killing this girl. Yes, but then but he But refused to say who she was. Yes. And they could never figure out who she was based on right, anything. Right, because they didn't know if it was, he was just being intentional, like not telling him his name, her name, like he wanted to keep that to himself. I know, but nobody ever came forward for her. Right. Either. But so that's kind of crazy. He didn't, he didn't, he also didn't say any, they, they weren't sure if he just didn't know her name. 
Okay. In the decades that followed, answers would be few and far between, even though efforts did continue. Both GBI and the Brooks County Sheriff's Office used every avenue they had to find the answer with inquiries sent around the state and the, count and the country trying to close this case. She had even been displayed at a local funeral home in the county before being buried. Authorities wanted to give the community one more chance to recognize her face before she was laid to rest. The mm. show Unsolved Mysteries, along with the various newspapers, were even contacted in the search for for the ones for just the name. With no, with now with no new leads, Jane Doe was buried at Oak Hill Cemetery in Quitman. A local family, the Buntings, allowed her to be buried in their plot so that she wasn't left to a pauper's grave. That was sweet of them. Yeah. She received a quality casket inside the cement vault with a marble slab. A forensic sketch provided the GBI was even carved. Oh, dropping my glasses. Was even carved into the slab along with the words known only to God. The biggest break in years wouldn't come until October 31st, 2018. 37 years to the day Jane Doe was found in that cornfield. The case agent was contacted by the chief deputy of the Brooks County Sheriff's Office regarding a tip. A resident had walked into the sheriff's office and claimed to have information on the cold case that was soon to get much warmer. She believed the deceased was her childhood friend who had gone missing in 1981 after traveling with the fair. The agent description of her of this friend were said to have remarkable similarities to this long dead young woman. The friend had apparently seen Facebook posts by a local resident about the case after it had been shared by shared many times. The investigators soon met with the woman's family and received the DNA samples they would need to verify Doe's identity, but they also received one other heartbreaking clue. The family provided them with a wallet belonging to their lost daughter. Authorities said it was mailed to them after her disappearance so many years ago, oh. along with her driver's license, and it didn't have a return address. It would take a few more steps before investigators would know for sure who had the young woman, who the young woman had been. For one, they had to exhume her remains to gather her DNA as well. The mm -hmm. fact that the Bunting family had given her honorable burial ultimately meant, ultimately might be what the gathering, which made the. Which made the DNA possible because she was so well-preserved because they didn't just throw her in a pine box and right. worry that she was preserved. Um, Tess began and... 32 years later, they yes. get DNA off of her. Yep. Tess began with the GBI crime lab in, in Maltier, Moultrie, but would require additional findings from the <clears throat> University of North Texas Center of Human Identification before it was official. Mm. Then it finally happened. Jane Doe's real name is Charlene, they call her Cheryl, Ann Hammock. And she, was and she was returned to her family in 2019. Cheryl, a Thompson, Georgia native, took a job with the fair the same year she died and was left behind when it stopped in Brooks County. The old friend's hunch was right, and the hopes that her mother Kathleen and two sisters, that they would <clears throat> one day learn their loved one's fate, was rewarded with finally having closure. I think it's kind of weird, like, all right, they knew that she went on... She with was working fair. with the fair. So the family knew she was with the fair. And yeah, but they know she was gone. Like, how did nobody report her missing? But they, she was she was in Florida at the time. Just because, like, if you find a body in Florida, it doesn't necessarily make the news, especially back then. It was, like, local crime fighters and local things. Like, it would have been a big story there. But it didn't act, act have to be national news no but i think that they had codis by then or something i don't know i actually no. i don't know if they did have codis by then but didn't they have something where they talked about like missing people like didn't anybody do like a missing case on her like they may have done a missing pay report but i mean 
I mean, not that I'm like victim shaming the family, because God forbid anybody thinks, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't feel like that. I, I just... mean, she might have been a runaway, too. Like, it might have been a rough family life for her. She might have just ran away and whatever. But regardless of how it happened, at least now they have closure. Her mom knows that her baby was not only, you know, is not only just not coming home, like that she's now officially gone. But now she knows that some very nice family was like, uh, we're not just going to put her in a fucking hole in the ground. We're going to give her, you know, a, a correct, proper burial. A proper burial. Right. Oh, thank God. And now that she was so well-preserved, they were able to get DNA off of her. I mean, I'm so glad that something finally spoke up and they were able to know who she was and give the family the closure and give her what she needed. You know right. what I mean? Which is to, to be dignified and be buried with her name and all those things. And to be and, back home. And you know what? It's interesting, though. Like, the guy went to prison for her murder. Yeah. and So that's just even weirder. And apparently sent her fucking belongings back home. I know. That's twisted, dude. It is. They need to do this on Mindhunter. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. When is that new stuff? I want, when it's coming out back on. So it should be coming back on. It I think, better be. I think it's more of a summer thing, though. I think it comes is back it on summer? in the summer or the fall. I don't know. I'm watching the Ozarks right now, and it's I kind love of weird. The Ozarks. It's Jason a- Bateman. It creeps me out. Him I, being the dick that he is in that show, I hate it. Right, I can be happier and funnier. I love Jason Bateman. Yeah, but it, it creeps me out. He's like so dark in it. It took me a very long time to get into that show. Like I, I everybody was like talking about it and talking about it, and it took me a good six, seven episodes to really get into it. And then I started watching the second season and lost interest again. Oh really? Yeah. So I haven't seen. I know they just came out with a new season of it. Well, I'm currently binging that, like, as I'm working all day long, because, like, all day long I kind of watch on my Kindle Fire. I have TV on it, so I just watch, like, Netflix or, like, Prime Video or whatever all day long. Um, but I do have, like, one last thing that I thought was kind of funny when we were talking about it. it. And I have to talk about because we both kind of picked it, so. But speaking of dead people and ghosts. Ooh. Oh, look at me segwaying like a mother flipper. I fucking love ghosts. I believe in ghosts. Oh, I Danielle do believes in ghosts. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe in ghosts, we don't care. We still do. I Actually, I'm on the Gold- alien. I just watched the Goldbergs where they were like, where the house was haunted because of the pictures. Oh, they kept falling off the I wall. I kept bagging up. I was like, oh my God, this is great. Danielle got me addicted to the Goldbergs. I oh, I know. I love it. Binging. Yeah, I know. We love it. It's so funny. So, this was on um, simplemost.com. And it says, this ghost-detecting stone supposedly can tell you if a ghost is nearby. And then, in, like, the little letters, it goes, you really can buy anything on Amazon. <laughs> I know. And it changes colors or something? Yes, it does. So, it's it looks like a, um, why can't I think of anything today? I think because I had a couple drinks last night. Now, I'm like, Durr, I don't know what's going on today, George. I feel like I'm all fuckered up. What does this thing look like? A stingray, kind of. Yeah. All right, but it's like a stone. Like, when you look at it, it's a stone. But, like, from far away, it kind of looks like a stingray that has, like, a light inside of it. So, and it's on a chain. And it says, um, the products and services mentioned below were selected independent of sales and advertising. I guess they wanted to make sure that they knew. Like, we weren't trying to sell you anything. Right. And it says, if you need further proof that you can get anything and everything on Amazon... The online megastore is now the place to go where all of your ghosts, for all of your ghost hunting necessities and one vital part of your paranormal activity toolkit is a stone that allegedly picks up on ghosts. It's called the Bakatin Reseki, which translates roughly as stone that searches for ghosts. And it's made by a Japanese company called Solid Alliance. Wow, so. Japanese things, like... Their words for things are so much nicer than ours. <laughs> I know. It says it also it has three different operating modes, search mode, automatic search mode, and barrier mode. 
Search mode is a manual mode that lets you check the current area and is activated by pressing a button. While automatic search, you know, obviously it automatically does it every 10 minutes. And barrier mode goes even further. It claims to protect from spirits, although it's not entirely clear how it does this. So right. if there is one, like after the text it, it can be like, push it away. Yeah. That's and me pushing them I away, I love how it's way. like three different colors too, like blue means that there's angels around. <laughs> yeah, red is mean spirits. Red is mean spirits, and, and I think like yellow is like just your average what's up dude ghost. <laughs> The one cast. who's just like passing on the right, way to like the, the ghost McDonald's right, or the, the, mo- the ghost caster. Walmart. Yeah. So it says if you think this is worth $75.16, you can snap mm-hmm. it up on uh, Amazon. So then they, they kind of give you like a couple of the reviews. And it says, I literally got this as a joke, assuming it was on some scheduled program response, but it isn't, wrote one buyer. I live in Virginia, which is steeped in war history. And so far, the only time to turn red was the morning after a three person murder happened just a few streets up from my house. Look it up. Burke, Virginia, October 2019. One woman, two males were killed. I played with this for two days straight and never got that kind of response. And the first time it went to red was completely on its own. I freaked out. And when I asked my guides... When I asked my guides... Her spirit guides. Her spirit guides. You know what? I ask my guides all the time stuff, too. So I don't even know why I'm acting like I'm better than this bitch right now. <laughs> because I swear to God, I'll be like, you know, God, are you there? It's me, Danielle. <laughs> I feel like... But on this stone? I feel like the stone... I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll ask for it for Valentine's Day from Paco. And we'll oh, see yeah? how it works. That would be kind of fun. Well, then says... we'll go down to Fort Delaware and see if that shit works. Because that oh my place God. is haunted as fuck. Well, it says, I asked my guides if something was happening dealing with the murders and did a manual scan, and it went to red again. Another of you said, whoa, this thing really works. My house and my car didn't show anything other than green, detecting no spiritual presence. We took it with us to a haunted restaurant and some other known places where paranormal activity and got lots of light blue and dark blue light, and what they call benevolent energy, brought it back home, and things went back to normal green. Haven't come into contact with any red light, negative energy. Thankful for that. But this seems consistent and correlates to highly active places. So I'm like, that's kind of neat. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to be able to find actual ghost detectors, leave it to Japan to do it. <laughs> Why is that? Because they're brilliant. Like, they're so smart. They love math and science and shit. They do. They're way smarter than us Americans. Oh, my goodness. It's always my phone. It is. That's because you never oh, turn it off. What time? Oh, I guess we better wrap things up. It's uh, an hour. Oh, shit. An hour and two minutes. I have my foot oh. always on my trash can. It's probably what people are hearing. Well, I if really you have any haunts or you have tried the ghost hunting stone, <clears throat> please reach out to us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com or find us at Facebook at straightfromthenet. And as usual, we want to just say thank you to the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio, for We're giving doing... us our shot. We're doing amazing up there. I fucking love New York, man. I know we what do. What the hell is wrong with you, Delaware? We're we're of your loins. No, they like us too. Um, well, remember when we first started a long time ago? All our friends kind of came on, uh-huh. and we had like thirteen followers. Remember? Uh huh. And we said we would play the lottery when we got <coughs> fifteen. Mm-hmm. We've got forty right now. We We've got tens of followers. We have 40 followers? We have 40 followers. Tens. But like, tens. Ugh, that's on our SoundCloud. Awesome. But we've got like hundreds and thousands up in the Hudson Valley. So, I mean, I think it started at like 3,100 or something. Now we're to like 3,400 or that's something fantastic. like that. Yeah, like in terms of like listening or Thanks, whatever. Thanks, Louie. We fucking love you, man. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. I really like when he sends me the stuff. When he sends... 
sends me like the feedback. I mean, we can only get the feedback on the app. Right. Right. So anything on air, we're not probably going to know. But um, yeah, like on the app, we can get the feedback and it kind of tells you what they're listening on and like, you know, that type of thing. Like they did different devices and all that stuff. So it's, it's kind of neat. Like how many people on Alexa? It's wonderful. It is. It's really neat. So we want to say thank you. And again, if uh, our show's on it, uh, WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio, you can get the app on all the major app stores. We're on it Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock, and we're also on Saturdays at, what, 6? Between 5 and 7. Between 5 and 7. It, it, it varies, I think. I know. I'll have to listen today and see if it comes on, because it's going to be a repeat of what we had done already on Sunday. So if you didn't hear it on Wednesday, you can hear it on Saturdays. If you're not doing anything, and, you know, and then take Sunday's a on SoundCloud. Yeah, and then Sunday's on SoundCloud. We're going to drop that. Um, we actually have, remember that whole bonus episode? Uh-huh. We're going to drop two tomorrow. Oh, shit. We're going to drop two. Ba-boom, ba-boom, We're going to drop some shit on you. Yeah, so we're going to drop that. We Remember, it was like, we're going to do a mini episode. It yeah, and it was like so 15 an hour. It was like another hour episode because Danielle can't shut up. But anyway, so thank you guys so much. And uh, take us home, Jamie. Okay.